Kiona Koto, welcome to Queenstown Live podcast. Um, I am so I say this every episode, but I do get very excited by the people that I interview. Um, Ruby Jones, whoa, in a room, in the same room, she's smiling. <laughs> it's a good sign. Um, Ruby is a Wellington-based artist and writer who gained worldwide attention after the March 2019 Christchurch terrorist attacks, um, where she shared her illustration featuring two women embracing, penned with the words. This is your home and you should have been safe here. Um, Ruby was then asked to illustrate a cover for Time magazine um, and her book, All of This is for You, which I have two copies now, um, is a bestseller and her messages of hope and kindness are a welcome break in this fast-paced, despair-filled online world. Ruby, um, how are you? And I always ask, how are you? <laughs> Answer <laughs> whichever you one me. you like. Um, okay, no, I... Actually, I'm really good at the moment. Um, I feel really content. I think my only sort of, um, I feel a little bit ready for like some exciting change in life and I'm just sort of been simmering on whatever that might be. But otherwise, I'm doing really good. Thank you. That's great. So what what a time you have had. Um, mm. And I'm sure you've been asked this before, but what happened after Christchurch in summary? um yeah that whole time honestly I still really struggle to find the words for but I'll do my best um yeah so uh after I just shared that illustration online really didn't think a huge amount about it at the time and then it just kind of took on a life of its own um which was really beautiful and special and enormous but um of course incredibly overwhelming as well I um everything kind of went from like zero to a hundred pretty much overnight um and I was just being contacted by every single person possible um and me being me I felt this obligation to reply to every single person at that time so I remember just staying up till like three four in the morning trying to reply to every single email and message and um yeah, I, it was a really crazy time. I felt like I'd kind of, all I really wanted to do was like grieve with the rest of the country. And I felt like I sort of got catapulted into this strange other sideline of just madness, you know. Um, but yeah, it, I obviously a bunch of incredible opportunities came from it for me, but um, it also came with a huge amount of um, guilt and strange feelings that I had to had to work through but I think I've got there yeah I, I mean oh my god so I mean so many things from that like you you gave us so much hope but that is a huge weight to carry around in your backpack like that that's a ginormous weight so how did you first how did you put some boundaries around the I love how you say me being me um how did you put some boundaries around actually I'm not responsible for what happens now you know, for for a hundred percent of that, mm. um, it actually took a really long time to be quite honest. Um, I sort of, I think I keep telling myself like, I, I don't know, like I had some sort of responsibility now, and I have to keep putting out these really hopeful messages every day, and I can only ever like that has to be my thing now. And I definitely got stuck in this um not healthy cycle of of 
there. Uh, and I, I just took time of talking to a lot of people who kept reminding me um, that I didn't have to carry that weight. I just happened to do one illustration at one point in time and that can just be that. Um, yeah, but honestly, just time and um, yeah, I think learning to like accept success in whatever form that might be, not learning to put the guilt away, learning to deal with the imposter syndrome. Like it was just kind of little bits at a time that I still like work through today. Like I'll have a moment of being like, oh, who am I? What am I doing? Why do I, you know, but I mean, we always do that, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. I mean, like, I was just going to say like the whole the whole thing about what our character is online and who we are really like you know you put out these images of hope but I'm sure there's a sarcastic side to you I'm sure there's a dark side to you you know that you might not show anybody or everyone or you might show your cat right you know there's there's oh, there's yeah. those that we don't often outwardly show and it's like you kind of sometimes think well can I can I still be this person who is sarcastic and cynical and you know not hopeful today and actually wants to go and stay in my pajamas oh I know absolutely I get really tied up in that all the time as well because I think we I think we kind of end up boxing ourselves into this idea of who we are online and then other people do as well and I have I've experienced that as well sometimes before I have like made a joke and the only response has been like are you okay so like I it's such a strange place to navigate and I do wish I felt like I could share way more of myself but I um I don't know it's got to work through what feels right for you and what yeah what fits best I guess yeah totally I have this image of like Ruby Jones sitting listening to death metal and not telling anyone (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh not quite death metal but like I'm I'm a very like um yeah silly person I I don't think people probably realize that I do just sit around listening to like comedy podcasts all day and silly stuff I um I know that most of my work I put out there is like quite heartfelt and about serious life topics but it, it, um I don't just walk around only being this little ball of um serious deep thoughts I I um yeah I think I'm a really light person day to day actually yeah totally um I I so your lovely book all of this is for you because I bought it for my I actually bought it for my daughter who's five because I walk through oh. some of the stuff in there. It's the, I just find cart- cartoons, I say in inverted commas, but that imagery really helpful and useful to talk about stuff with kids. Um, and then somebody else bought me a copy, so I'm going to actually give that copy to someone else. But she was like, some of the things that we talked about, she was like, kind of like, whoa, this is deep, mom. And she's only five, but she was just like, yes, this is like some, we got some really, really good, conversations out of it so when you were writing that and drawing that did you have a person in mind that you wanted it to be for um I was thinking a lot about like as cheesy as it sounds like younger me um and what potentially could have helped kind of just plant the seed for yeah a lot of deeper conversations or um just important ideas that you need to work through on your own so 
that's kind of what I had in mind, but I also wanted, I wanted the language to be able to, um, yeah, sit with all age groups as well. I didn't, I wanted everyone to be able to kind of relate and understand what was being said, but also for it to kind of provide a base for like deeper ideas and deeper discussions like you've said. So I love hearing stories like that. Thank you. Yeah, no, it did. It really, because we, I mean, we get, we get deep sometimes and we tend to do it like when we're driving or we're serving dinner or, Mm. you know, and you'll bring something up um, and she'll be like, oh, I've never thought about it like that. Or you'll explain something in a different way that she understands. And she's like, oh yeah. yeah." So it it does, it sparks Mm. really awesome conversations. Um, Mm. I remember one time and not to freak anyone out that she said, um, what did she say? Something like, um, I want to die. And I was like, oh my God, she's five. And then my brain said to me, no, 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 don't freak out. Like get curious about what it is she's trying to say. And when we dug down into what it was she was trying to say, it was because we'd put a boundary around, obviously no ice cream for just, just ice cream for dinner. And she was really annoyed about it. And she just didn't want to be in the room, but she'd yeah. obviously heard this concept that she, you know, I said, do you understand what die means? And she was like, well, yeah, it means I'm not here. So I was like, Mm. oh. So I think (laughs) actually when parents hear these things from kids, it's about saying, hang on, just take your adult mind out of it and actually Mm. get curious about what it is these little people are trying to say to us. Um, Mm. You get so much amazing information out of them when you actually go, well, it actually doesn't mean that what I think Mm. it actually means the other thing so Mm. yeah my my adult brain was like oh my god what's going (laughs) on um and then I was like no no no, hang on let's let's like dig a little bit deeper into this um and she (laughs) oh I absolutely love the way kids run with something they've heard from adults and they think they know absolutely what they're talking about or what they're saying and then unpacking that is like yeah can be a hilarious um conversation yeah totally. a really good one totally like turned it around from like oh my god I want to run screaming and and like sure. bring someone to um yeah. oh my god you are hysterical and yes of course you are pissed off because you can't <laughs> scream for that like uh, absolutely well, fair enough <laughs> yeah absolutely fair enough so how how can you in terms of your art I I wanted to ask you how it can help which I think we've like we've talked about but how can it hinder do you have you got a thought about how it can hinder me personally yeah um I mean I think it is just like it's hard to avoid now that I do feel like it kind of comes with a pressure which I never used to feel obviously like I've just drawn for my whole life and I do it because I love it and I think the, the, the a shift happened for me where I felt like it all had it all had to mean something and I didn't actually used to ever feel like that and so I think it, it does come with the pressure that I do put on myself as well but um I think that thought process hinders the actual creative process sometimes which you know, my favorite way to do it is just to um, just sit down and draw whatever feeling is on my mind or whatever thought is on my mind without it having to say something or mean something to this person. Or um, so I think that feels like a little bit of a 
obstacle in my way sometimes. Yeah, because, I mean, like, you know, art is this creative thing that's in all of us that doesn't mm. necessarily have to be explained. Mm, exactly. I think we, we always think, oh, I'm, I'm going to take a picture and put it online and then I have to actually explain what it is I'm trying to see or I'm trying to feel through that thing. It can just be. Mm-hmm. And I think I still have days where I need to learn to be okay with it as well, you know, and like just enjoying your work for what it is and not actually caring what if someone can get whatever you thought out of it like it, that's the whole point of art isn't it just interpreting things in your own way yeah I love that so now like you so you had did you have you had a business before a business before this situation happened no I was just um working in a pretty regular office job I'd only been in Wellington about six months and was sort of like oh what am I doing and then it I had always drawn on the side and so I was just obviously doing that and then um then it all took off out of nowhere and yeah and did you did you get so is it your full-time business now no I still um I have a job in media editing which I do about 20 hours a week and I've I've just kept kept a part-time job through the last four years um just because I don't want to deal with the stress of being a full-time freelancer, I don't think I would enjoy that and I don't think I could really um, handle it or, like, at the moment, sustain it. So I think I've just kept that as, like, a safety net for myself, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've done I, I've done this. I've gone back to doing the same thing. Mm. I started off working for someone and then did my thing on the side and then went full-time and then mm-hmm. came back. And then went full time again and then realized at the end of last year, I actually like working for somebody else, like for a little mm. bit of the time. And then a little bit of the time is for myself. So I like that too. Yeah. yeah. Having a connection to um, something outside of this work as well feels really important, which you probably feel as well. Yeah, totally. And so alongside the, the creativity and the stuff that you love doing, always comes the bits about business that we hate what what is it that you struggle with what blocks you what makes you want to throw your computer out the window honestly like anything to do with finance anything to do with trying to quote people I still like it's been years and I anytime anyone asks for a quote I feel sick I don't want to reply I don't even though it's like just part of it all I just absolutely hate it if I like my probably for my first year at least I did like more than half of my illustration work for free because I felt so guilty <laughs> so I've I've don't do that anymore but um that's still an area that I just really struggle with um, yeah yeah so because when I do when I work with women one-on-one and I've done group programs before money is one of the first things we talk I love talking about money like I've mm-hmm. done a lot work around money story and um I mean it still you know it still knocks me every now and again but the the freedom from releasing yourself from the feelings that we feel about money uh, Mm. is immense absolutely Mm. immense and looking at where did that feeling of ick come from because it came it comes from somewhere right um usually how we were brought up around money and how money was discussed Mm. 
Yeah, it's funny. Eh? I I have friends that just don't have a problem, and they. I I also wonder if part of it is the creative work because I feel like a lot of the time people think, "Oh, that'll take twenty minutes," so you know, just whip it up. And then I remember yeah. a friend recently who's a lawyer was like, "I would never work for free. What have you been doing?" And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, <laughs> what yeah, have you been doing?" Actually. I know, I know there's, and there's a particular feeling around, I mean, women I've worked with before kind of talk about, you know, they'll, they'll, they might be in a, an industry of, uh, you, you know, sustainability or creative or, and there's like a, you know, a coat that you put on that says, but surely you should do this because you love it. And I'm like, no, no, you're yeah. still a business. You still want to buy a house or buy a mm. car in, you know, have two cars and go on holiday to France or whatever you want. That is absolutely up to you. So mm. then the, 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 what, you know, the, the, it, the thoughts that other people put on us around the certain types of jobs we have um, is really interesting. And actually is it at the end of the day is none of our business. Do you know mm. it's not my business? What you think of the, what I do, um, mm. because there'll always be somebody out there who says, absolutely. I agree with this thing that you've sent me, this quote you sent me. Um, and I value the work that you do because it's important. Um, mm. yeah. And then there'll always be the people who are like, it took you 20 minutes and you're charging me that. And it's like, mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> they are not my people. <laughs> no exactly it's like yeah it is um oh yeah it's a funny thing to get your head around but I do it's funny I think part of it is that thing of oh you love it so it should why you you know yeah Yeah. the psychology is is ginormous yeah Yeah. (laughs) some more there's some deeper work going on there to be done that's a whole whole other episode um (laughs) So what are you up to now? Have you got anything, stuff that you're really excited about that you obviously you might not be able to tell us about? Yeah, that's always the problem is when people ask half the stuff I can't really mention. But um, I just finished a book cover for Genevieve Moore's book, which is coming out in July, which is really exciting. Um, and I'm, I've been trying to come up with ideas for whatever my next book will be which is also really exciting but it's kind of pretty hard to follow up well following up the first one felt incredibly challenging and definitely took me a few years more than I thought it would but now I'm like I'm kind of keen to look at doing a children's book so I've been playing around with some ideas um around that but I'm kind of enjoying this is one of the quieter periods I've had which I think a lot of creatives are finding that at the moment, but I'm kind of enjoying it because I feel like for the last few years, I've been just saying yes, yes to everyone else's work. And this is a period where I'm actually getting to dive fully into my own work again, which has been really nice. Yeah. And I always think when, cause I, you know, when we have those quiet periods, instead of freaking out and wondering what the next thing is, it's actually, well, do some of the stuff that you always want to do, but also this mm. is a time to start dreaming about what it is you want your business to look like or you know what what parts of it you don't like anymore what you've grown away from what you're leaning into um so don't never see it as a, oh my god what am I going to yes, do with all the time exactly. you either don't have to you don't have to fill it or you fill it with the things that you've always said well what you know oh when I've got that time I'll do that stuff so yes I'm also trying to get used to not feeling guilty when like if I am just sitting around not working into the evening you know like I feel like 
years of that has sort of I'm having to break down those habits as well and just actually yeah enjoy the quiet periods because it won't be like this forever so yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally um are you ready for your quick fire round I am <laughs> okay uh today I care a lot less about what people think of me nice um my greatest power struggle is with oh my gosh Um, (laughs) just a small question for a fight (laughs) I think actually it's maybe feeling like I deserve to be in the position I'm in I think that's forever like a yeah battle yeah okay Mm. what is on your bedside table um a lamp a candle and a book nice standard nothing too riveting same as mine that's the same as mine apart from the candle um because I have a small person who will come and literally bumps into everything that is around her so that's all right um guilt music guilty pleasure oh I think I have a really terrible guilty pleasure of just listening to stuff I listened to when I was like 12. So I guess that just, yeah, old playlist from like the early 2000s is probably my guilty pleasure. Okay. Um, Favourite New Zealand biscuit? Oh, I'm really boring and say Tim Tam. Oh, no, that's Australian. The audience from Australia. (laughs) You're, you're struck off their list now. You're gone. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> embarrassing. Um, <laughs> I'm honestly not really a big biscuit person. I feel really, I guess, like, I know, I don't know. Sorry. I'm, <laughs> if you'd have said ginger nuts, you would have fallen out. Okay, sorry. I absolutely hate ginger nuts. Um, <laughs> manicure, pedicure, or facial? manicure favorite bird um sparrow just because they're tiny and cute and I think I would be a sparrow if I were a bird I like it um boundaries to me are very important um and important in every single relationship, not just uh, it or friendships. Relationships. Um, do you want me to list my boundaries? Sorry, no. I'm not doing this very quick. No, 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 it's all good. It's all good. And <laughs> uh, what is your a current book you're reading? That what is the book on your bedside table? Um, I'm just I'm rereading Just Kids by Patty Smith, my favorite book of all time. I bought that for somebody for their birthday a few months ago. Oh, nice. Um, Ruby, this was awesome. This went in a completely different direction, but I absolutely love it when it does that because I write a list of questions and then it goes, oh, I'm not going to talk about that because I've just picked up something else. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Um, oh, no, thank I you. can't wait exactly. to see what is next for you. Thank you so much. So you are so welcome. You.